Hi guys. So I want you guys to pay attention to these three things. I want you to pay attention to your opinion, your perspective, and your preference. Because sometimes we don't understand how these three things really, first of all, two of them need to die. <laughs> Second of all, uh, there's only one of them that really, really matters, right? The perspective. Our perspective really matters. And our opinion and our preference if it is not in alignment with the word of God, they don't really matter. Okay. Although God cares about certain things, you know, our opinion about certain things, you know, he cares about, um, he cares about our preference, but our preference cannot be God. Okay. What do I mean by that? I mean that you cannot turn down something that you cannot turn down the will of God just because of your preference. So if God is saying, Hey, this is something that I have for you. This is something that I want you to do. Oh, go pursue that job. Let's just go pursue that job. Right. And because you prefer to be doing something else, you don't pursue the will of God. And so our preference, it matters, but only to a certain extent when it, when it, when it's, goes up against the will of God, the preference does not matter. The preference, your preference should lose every single time because preference is the will of God over preference all day. It should be. And your opinion, sometimes we form an opinion based off of how we feel. Sometimes we form an opinion based off of how, what we've heard. So it depends on why the opinion is being formed. Sometimes we do form an opinion based off of experiences that life experiences, right? And so it's just like, even though God cares about how we feel and, you know, he cares about our life experiences, sometimes our opinion is not always right. So when it goes up against the word of God or when it goes up against the will of God for your life, opinion must lose every single time. Anything that sets itself up against the knowledge of Jesus Christ, it must lose every single time. Anything that sets itself up against the knowledge and wisdom of Jesus Christ is, you know, is demonic. So we have to reject it. We have to reject those opinions that go up against the will of God. We have to reject that preference that sometimes wants what it wants and it goes up against the will of God. We have to prefer God's will. Our preference must always be God's will. We have to submit our preference to him and say, God, I may prefer this, but prune my preference because I want to prefer your will over anything else. Let my personal preference be your will. Let my opinion be the word, be, be conformed to the word of God. I don't want to, I don't want to produce a fleshly opinion that sets itself up against your word and your will. So prune my opinion. And then we have the perspective. And I was thinking about this this morning as I was in prayer. And I was like, if God tells you you're in a new season or you're going, you're entering into a new season, you need that. That's the perfect time to ask God for a new perspective. God, align my perspective with where you have me, because it's, it's almost foolish to enter into something new with an old perspective. It's so foolish. Because what will happen is if you enter into a new thing, a new season or a new phase of your life with an old perspective, 
you're not going to be able to truly enjoy it. You might not even see it. The whole season might pass you by because of your perspective. I'm just going to be honest with you. Perspective is very important. So if God is saying I'm in a season of restoration, okay, God, let my perspective align with restoration then. Because I don't want to miss out on what you have for me because of my perspective. I don't want to miss it because I didn't perceive it. Because I didn't notice it. Because I didn't discern it. And we miss it because of our, our perspective. A lot of things God is doing. But we miss it because of our perspective. Because our perspective is way back there. On focused on things that happened in the past. Our perspective is buried under trauma. Our perspective is buried under baggage. Our perspective is buried under the people that have hurt us. Our perspective probably has some shades on it because of the and blinders on it because of the the the, the dark season that we just won't come out of. You know what I'm saying? So we got to strip off, allow God to strip us of that perspective and prune us of that perspective so that we can, our perspective sometimes just needs to catch up. Sometimes it's buried. Sometimes it's, it's, it got shades on it. Sometimes it's in the past, but sometimes it just, it just really needs to catch up to where we are and where God has us. We need fresh perspective. We need new perspective. If you are in a different place this year than you were last year and you realize your perspective and your perception is not right, you need a new perspective. You need to be praying. I submit my perspective daily to the Lord because it's important. I need to be I need to be here in the in the moment. I need to be able to understand and perceive God for this day. I need a I need a right perspective for this day. Try prune, try asking God to prune your perspective and for a new perspective daily and take in scriptures because there are scriptures about it. If you do that daily. If you do that daily, you always have you're always you'll start. the you'll start, I start the day with a brand new perspective. I start the day with with the perspective in a lens of hope. I start the day, you know what I'm saying? I don't wake up and I have this dark lens on or this. I don't wake up in my perspective and my outlook on life is horrible to where I don't even want to get up out of bed. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not waking up with a darkened darkened perspective because I'm submitting that perspective to him daily. I go into prayer as soon as I wake up. And I pray for my prayer life and then I pray for my perspective. And it's so funny because I actually pray for a pray about my prayer life. Like, I mean, it sounds weird, but some of you guys need to pray about your prayer life. God, help me pray. God, God, help me. <coughs> and I'm just going to share a few things that I pray. God, shift and change my perspective of prayer and intercession. Change it, Lord. Don't let me see it as religious obligation or chore. Help me to see it as my communication with you. Help me to see it as intimacy and fellowship with you. Because some of us won't pray because we feel like it's religious. We feel like it, it's, it's not. We don't have enough passion in our prayer life. I've been asking God, God, baptize my prayer life in your Holy Spirit. Baptize my prayer life in the fire of the Holy Ghost. Baptize my prayer life. Let there be passion flowing from my prayer life. Keep a fire and a desire in me to pray and intercede. And then I give scripture. God, your word says 
to pray without ceasing. God, your word says to be anxious for nothing, but with everything, prayer and supplication, making my request known to you. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard my heart and my mind, which is in Christ Jesus. So, Father, if your word says to pray without ceasing, I ask that you give me the grace, the wisdom and the, the power from your Holy Spirit to pray without ceasing. To pray about everything, God, and to be consistent and fervent in prayer and intercession. These are just things that I pray over my I pray for my prayer life because sometimes I don't know. I, I've gotten to a place where I felt like I was stagnant. I got into a place where I felt like it was oppressed and it was a struggle to pray, and I didn't feel like doing it. I didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? I've gotten to those places before. And so I had to I had to find a way to keep myself passionate about prayer. And I keep myself passionate about prayer. By praying for my prayer life, I ask God to help me to pray. I ask God to give me the strength to pray. I ask God to anoint my prayer life. I ask God to keep my prayer on fire, prayer life on fire. Because I don't because if, if, if the prayer is communication with God, I don't want to ever wake up and feel like I'm tired of doing it. Because if prayer is communication with God, then I'm. When I wake up and I don't want to pray, then all I'm saying is, God, I don't want to talk to you. I'm, I don't feel like talking to you today. If prayer is really if we really see prayer as communication, then you waking up saying, God, I got, I, I'm too busy to pray. That means I'm too busy to talk to you. And so I pray for my prayer life. And, and some of you guys really need to do that. Pray for your prayer life. Ask God, God, how do you feel about my prayer life? God, what do you think about my prayer life? God has even made promises to me about my prayer life. Like there are certain things that he's told me about my prayer life that I, I take back to him, too. I'm not going to share, but I take back to him and I say, God, well, you said this, this and that. You said this about my prayer life. You said that about my prayer life. And even and, and I know it may not be where, where I want it to be right now, but I thank you, God, that this is the promise that you gave me about my prayer life. that I'm going to be able to eventually pray for hours and this, this and that. And you know what I'm saying? And it's not religiously. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean. We have other obligations. We have things that we have to do, but you can pray throughout the day. It don't have to be long, drawn out prayers. You, you can you can sincerely go to God and pray. And you know what I'm saying? And, and, and give him and offer him up a genuine, sincere prayer. Without getting religious and without having to be there for a whole hour. Don't get me wrong. Pray for It's good to pray for an hour. If you got if you got a lot of stuff to pray about, pray. Pray. If you got a lot of stuff to pray about, pray. I don't see why not. There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> but I like to enjoy the things that I do with God. I like to enjoy the things that I do with God. I said that twice because it's important. It's important to enjoy God. It's important to enjoy the things that you do with him. I'm not just I'm not waking up and praying because um, it's something that I do for him. I'm waking up and praying because it's something that I do with him. It's a part of my life. It's a part of me. Communicating with him is a part of me. And so. Those are just um, <clears throat> and I, I find that God reveals a lot in prayer. Words of knowledge will go forth in prayer. God will give you insight in prayer to situations. He'll give you, there's plenty of times where he's given me words of wisdom through prayer for a people. 
And I'll text, hey, God said do this. Hey, I was praying and God revealed this. You know what I'm saying? And it'll be strategies. God will release strategies in prayer. And so if you want a prayer life that you do not dread waking up and being a participant in every day, pray for your prayer life. Speak over it. Talk to God about it. Ask him, tell him, God, this is the prayer life I want. How can we get to that place? God, what type of prayer life do you want me to have? God, what assignments have you given me in prayer? God, how can I take the focus off of me and my need and pray and intercede for other people? There was a time where God had me on assignments of intercession where I will wake up and I didn't pray for and I would purposely. I said, God, I'm waking up. And I pray I was the last I was the last person I prayed for. I pray for I, I pray for everybody on the prayer list first. All of my prayer assignments that God had given me first. And then I will pray for myself. And in the midst of that, I learned selflessness. My needs were not the only needs that mattered because God will have me wake up and pray for other people before I even pray for myself first. Now, he wasn't saying pray for people, pray for everybody else and don't pray for yourself. But he it was like, I wanted to teach you selflessness. So you, he, I was waking up. I had these prayer assignments and I would pray and I would, you know, whatever the Lord had gave me to pray for them, I would pray. And then I will pray for myself. And I think the order of which in which the prayers went, it was just God showing me like. I want you to put learn how to put others before yourself, put their needs before your own. Not that he didn't care about my needs, not that my needs weren't important and not and he and he supplied every one of them too. still, even though I was waking up and not praying for myself first. I don't even, I still don't pray for myself first. I pray for my son first, <laughs> but you know, still, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't pray for myself first. I wake up and I pray for him first. And so, um, you know, pray for your prayer life. I know that has nothing to do with the, the theme of the message, but, um, you guys have a blessed day.